Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, what is this? Two weeks in a row, Gil, that that, that we've recorded? We're no, three weeks. Three. three? Oh, fuck, we're on fire. Yes, uh, sir. We are on fucking fire. Insert NBA Jam uh, soundbite here. Um, how are you, Gil? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm okay. Um... Today was a slow Monday at the shop. It was nice because it was a little peaceful. I got to do stuff around the store, like clean up and and, and shit like that. (laughs) Basically, yeah. I got off my ass uh, and did stuff around the store, uh, you know, and wasn't having to, like, stop every five minutes to help a customer. So it was nice. That's awesome. And, like, I've been there before, man, like, where you're trying to reprice like a box full of books and it's just like customer after customer after customer needs help or be rung up and it's like how the hell are you supposed to do everything when you don't always have one of us over there to help you out so it's like i understand and i get the difficulty of it yeah or like doing going through a shipment and having to stop like every few things to to help people out yeah um so it was nice it was nice and mellow um so no complaints today. Uh, were you off? That's today? awesome. I was. This starts off my Monday uh, schedule, like where I get Mondays off from my schedule, and I do Tuesday through Friday. Uh, the Your rest month of the month of Mondays off. Yeah, month of Mondays. I like that. Cool, cool. All righty. So let's uh, let's jump into it. And the first four books that we have all are DC books. And all revolve around a certain character. Um, so I know you guys have been keeping, if you've been keeping up on the news, I know, Gil, you, you know, we do the Geek Out show and stuff and like that. So we keep up with all the all the trends and all the news. Um, last week, you know, in, in the middle of all the, the Snyder Cut uh, promo going on, we got word that they're rebooting the Superman franchise, correct? Yes. Uh-huh. And J.J. Abrams and uh, Tanishi Coates, I believe, is her, their name. I don't know how to pronounce the uh, the first name. But Coates and Abram, uh, Abrams are have both been tied to this project. Um, if you remember correctly, last summer... Uh, there was talks of having a black Superman, and I believe Michael B. Jordan either addressed that he wanted to be the black Superman or that people had, you know, were still high on his whole uh, Killmonger role that they had voted him that he should be. Uh, I don't remember. Exactly he was definitely the fan him. favorite. He was, he definitely was a fan that. favorite. Yes. Okay. So he was the fan favorite as opposed to uh, the studios looking uh, at him. So now with uh, the whole news about the reboot and all that, people uh, have started talking that, that, hey, this this is probably this opportunity of of having the black Superman out there, um, whether it's with Michael B. Jordan or not. So because of this news, a couple of books have started... uh, trending upward the first one is final crisis number seven which is the first appearance of calvin ellis 
Um, he isn't named in this issue. He just appears in it. Uh, he's the third black Superman, and he's the president uh, of an alternate Earth. Uh, if you remember correctly, this is about the time that Barack Obama was in office, so a lot of people kind of, kind of, you know, were saying that like, oh, you know, Barack Obama's in office, so they tied this character to kind of be Barack Obama's comic Superman version uh, in the pages of the DC books. Do you I remember any that. of that? Yeah, I could, okay. I could definitely see that. I remember when people were doing the similarities, like, oh, like, is uh, this character is inspired through Barack Obama being in office. I remember all that. And that's like when we got like a lot of the um, hope artwork and him on like the uh, Superman body and like with that type of physique and stuff like that. I remember. Right. Alex Ross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember all the fan art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alex Ross, obviously the hope uh, obey shepherd, uh, uh, Shepard Ferry uh, print that, you know, blew up and, you know, everybody had a knockoff. I think even in like Iron Man, wasn't there like a Tony Stark version of <laughs> yeah. that too in the background? <laughs> uh, which is very fitting for Tony. Um, so Final Crisis number seven, uh, like I mentioned, is his first appearance, even though he is not named in that book. Uh, following next, his second appearance and the origin, um, this is where we find out his full name and everything, and that he comes from Earth-23, is Action Comics number 9. And this is from the New 52 volume. You know, this is more the iconic cover where he's on the uh, on the cover ripping the chest, the, uh, the shirt open, and you see the big S on his chest and what seems like the Capitol building behind him. Yeah. Um, and because of this, you know, what is it like a Superman without an arch enemy, right? Um, so stemming from this, we have Earth 2, number 25, and Earth 2, number 26. Um, the number 19 is, uh, did I say 25 or 26? You said 25 and 26. I meant 25 and 19. Oh, okay, gotcha. Edit that out. So Earth 219 is uh, the first appearance of Valzad, a Kryptonian. And then issue number 25 is Valzad's first appearance on a cover. So all four of these books are tied to the one character. And again, like I said, with the whole talks about the reboot uh, of the Superman franchise, people are definitely thinking that it's going with uh, the African-American version of Superman in the comics. I just got to say, I would totally be open for this if it was Michael B. Or even if we got a Idris Elba. I'm trying to think, like, who else would fit, like, a black Superman? And I mean, it depends on how young, old do you want. Exactly. Denzel could still pull it off. I don't know if I'd want Denzel. No? Like some if that if we're doing that age range like Idris because Idris is in good shape and he's about like maybe ten years younger than Denzel. Does he keep the accent or drop the accent? Leave the accent. Leave Fuck the it. accent. Fuck it. What? Might as well. He's an alien, anyways. Fuck it. So They'll the accent about... is, is Kryptonian, not yeah. Fuck <laughs> it. Not where he was raised. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. All right. Um. I hate to say it, but that's the only two black actors that I could think of that could be in it. 
because um, I can't think of any other African American actors um, off the top. Like, you know, uh, who's the guy that played Spawn? Michael J. White. I wouldn't want him, and I wouldn't want um, what you call who they're trying to replace him with. Uh, what you call Jamie Fox? You know who I can see oh, actually Jamie is Fox. uh, yeah, that that wouldn't be a good fit either. You haven't seen Lovecraft Country, but I could see that guy. He's in the guy really awesome. Kang? Yes, that guy. He's in really good shape, and like he's a good actor. Okay. Yeah. No, I haven't seen that. Kang Kang is probably going to be the first thing that I ever see him act in. I think. He has, he has acting chops. If you can watch um, Lovecraft Country, man, I I can't speak high highly enough about that thing. Like it was like probably my favorite uh, TV series besides Mandalorian of last year. Okay, I'll have to check it out then. Um, is it Game of Thrones or is it better than Game of Thrones? Better. Way better. better. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I actually Game of the first few seasons, and then it just yeah, it has a good. No, nah, it has actually like a good ending. It actually, has okay. a good ending that doesn't oh, leave so like over? what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, it's a one season, one and done. Oh, okay. Then I'll have to binge watch it. Um. So yeah. So this is it for the DC books. It's all uh, it's all revolving around Calvin Calvin Ellis. Um. So you should be able to find some of these fairly easily. Um, I know a lot of people didn't pay him uh, any mind uh, when he first debuted. So you might be able to track these down for fairly cheap. Sticking with entertainment news, uh, we also got news about a Lady J uh, Amazon series uh, supposedly in the works. As we know, G.I. Joe's The Snake Eyes movie was supposed to come out last year, and it got pushed back like all the other movies did because of corona. But now uh, we're getting talks that we're getting uh, an Amazon uh, series for G.I. Joe. So this is kind of bringing a lot of people to the conclusion that, like, all right, well, she's going to be in there. Uh, You know, if now we're getting TV shows and all that, maybe it's time to start picking up first appearances and all that. So, because of this announcement, G.I. Joe, uh, Real American Hero, the Marvel run number 32, has started to trend upwards in sales. Because it's the first appearance of Lady J and Blowtorch and and Ripcord, too. So, it's got multiple first appearances, but the main one being Lady J, since she's the one that's getting her own show at the moment. What do you think about this, Gil? You and you, you, you're not really a big GI Joe fan, are you? I'm not. I'll check it out though, man. Like, uh, I, I don't feel any way which, like, I don't feel good about it or bad about it. I'm just like neutral. I'm just, I'll be, I'll, yeah, I'll be indifferent and I'll be optimistic about it. Like, eh, okay, I'll check it out. Hopefully, it gives us something, uh, cool, cool to watch and something to pass the time by. Like, I'm not one of those like, like oh my god, I can't believe it. This is bullshit. Or, oh my god, this is great. So, yeah, indifferent. Okay. Wait and see. Exactly. Cool. All right. So, moving on, um, some news that actually I think, I believe, broke today. Uh, Michael James Shaw, I have no idea who he played, but he was apparently in Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame. He's been cast to play Mercer in Walking Dead. So, Walking Dead 177, which is his first appearance, 
that might be something that you need to jump on uh, ASAP, seeing as how it just got announced today. So um, not two people are hip about it just yet. Are you over Walking Dead, Gil? Oh, man, I left that thing a long time ago when Glenn got his... Glenn and Abraham got his uh, got their heads beaten. I was like, all it right, man, like that's a enough lot for me. Of people, yeah. <laughs> and like then, a like, lot of people, yeah, that was a jumping off point for them. Yeah, and like I, I lived vicariously through Seth, and like while Seth was on the show, he would uh, update me and all this other stuff. And I like remember when uh, Ryan Hurst came on as Beta and all that other stuff. Like I kind of stayed up with it a little bit. Um, but I was just like, you know what? It's still not going to pull me in. Like I knew what was going on just because Seth was talking about it. I seen different articles like on comicbook.com uh, and things like that. But like, I'm, I'm good. I don't need it. Yeah. It seems like a lot of people like that season is where they just decided to, to change the channel. I know, <laughs> Basically. Uh, I know this, uh, cause we all knew someone had to die and obviously walking dead, you know, um, we know anyone's expendable at some point. So it wasn't about, you know, a surprise death or anything like that. But I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell you exactly why I stopped watching Walking Dead. But just one day, I think I missed one episode. And then the next week, I missed another episode. And by the third week, I was like, oh, I don't need to catch it. Like, it's just not that necessary to watch it. It's just not. I, that's just how I felt, too. I was like, I'm good. Yeah, so we'll see. So now moving on to the Marvel front, we got a got like about three books on the Marvel front. How how knowledgeable are you of all your different uh, versions of Spider Man, different universes? Are you, Gil? Oh, sorry, I thought I unmuted myself. I I want to say I'm pretty fucking knowledgeable, just because uh, Spider Man is like one of my favorite comic book heroes as is yours um and like one of my first introduction to comic books and marvel uh period so i've that's like one character i've kind of stayed up on uh over the years okay so have you ever read or do you at least know of uh the book spider-man india yes i know of that character i've seen uh his design through like spider-verse and i forget exactly like what the game was called but it was like that like runner game that was like centered around fucking like spider-verse and like it had the different uh different suits and different uh interpretations and different spider-verse characters so so he was in the game i didn't know that yeah he's he's been in the game it's like a mobile game like you just swipe left right to dodge things and you can swipe up to like jump over things swipe down to go under things and right uh every once in a while like fight something like you just click on the screen to, to fight it okay so um it has been rumored that he's gonna be actually in the next installment of spider-verse um, so maybe the game was a hint <laughs> of what might you know what is to come but yeah uh, this book has started increasing in sales over the last couple of weeks with this rumor that he is going to make his appearance in the big screen on the next uh, the next uh, Spider-Verse movie. Excited about this, Gil? Yeah, I'm down for it, man. Give me all the fucking Spider-Man. Let's okay. do it. Let's do it. All right. I love that attitude. 
so you know we we all try to stay away from spoilers here and there i don't remember if we brought it up on the geek out show yesterday when we recorded but did you see or hear about the shang chi lego spoiler no what the fuck so lego has a tendency of putting out sets and images and sometimes they spoil it sometimes they don't um I remember seeing this and the picture got taken off right away. And actually a couple people I know that are like, they report uh, like toy news said that they like Instagram pulled down their picture and their posts. Uh, I'm assuming because Lego asked them to, or maybe Marvel asked them to, but it showed off. I forgot the actor's name in, I, I guess maybe one or the main suit that he's going to be wearing in the show or in the movie. I mean, sorry. Really? Do you have a picture of it? Uh, or a screenshot? I'll have to see if I can find one. If not, no worries, man. Like I said, everybody that I knew that had posted it has gotten it reported and taken down. So uh, I'm oh, sure if shit. I get okay. around, I could find one. But one of the things that was in that set, too, is the minifigures. And one of the minifigures was for a character named Death Dealer. So, because of this, we now know that one of the villains Shang-Chi is going to be fighting against is Death Dealer. So, Master of Kung Fu number 15 is his first appearance. And now that I guess he's kind of confirmed, because usually if it's got a Lego figure, it's in the movie, right? I don't think there's ever been a time that they've made a minifigure and hasn't shown up in the movie, right? Uh, I think they have actually during um, Civil War, I want to say. Uh, uh, there was something with the Red Skull. Oh, was there? Yeah, I want to say that there was like some type of submarine or underground base thing to do with the Red Skull. And I think that's the only time besides that and then also the Hulkbuster thing, like Hulk ripping out of the Hulkbuster. Those are the and two times was, that Lego has been wrong. And it, and it was specifically for Civil War and it wasn't just like a comic like no, it was de- it was definitely Civil War. Hmm. Okay. So I think there's only been two times that Lego has been wrong. Uh, but technically Lego wasn't wrong that second time with the uh with Hulk, Hulk busting out of the yeah because that was cut out. Because everybody did that. Funko did that. Hasbro did that. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So okay. As always, it's always speculation. You know. Um, Death Dealer is getting a Lego minifigure. Uh, take that as you will, whether it's something that uh, means he's going to show up in the movie or just a throwaway Lego piece. <laughs> and then lastly, on our list of um, books for Spec Deck, um, coming out of the whole Cara Dune, Gina Carano firing, um, whatever side you're on, it is what it is. Um, people have been talking like, okay, so do we recast her? You know, does she just go into the Sarlacc to be forgotten? Uh, what do we do now? Um, but it seems like there's a lot of talks that they are going to replace her, but not replace her by recasting her, but replacing her with a new character. And a lot of people are, for some reason, pointing at Hera to replace Cara Dune. Really? Yes. Okay. I guess. 
I mean, she's already an established character. People, you know, fandom already knows who she is. She's beloved. It would make sense that she would still be around, you know, um, during this time, too. You know, we know she's alive and she's got her uh, her kid that she had with Kanan uh, at the end of Rebels. I like it. I mean, if we're not going to get, uh, you know, I'll, it's always tricky when you recast a character because whatever you know the actor dies or does something stupid or you know for whatever reason it's always weird i mean we have war machine that's the prime example we have uh red skull another prime example of of actor switching so i kind of like this i like it you know it also kind of for anybody that's a fan of Gina Carano leaves the door open or hope that maybe eventually something can be worked out and she gets brought back to. So what do you think of Hera being added to replace Cara Dune in the series that had been announced uh, last year? Again, uh, indifferent. I'm not one way or another. Uh, I did like Gina Carano. I'm not going to lie. I thought she was, you know, pretty, pretty good. She's talented. You know, she's nice to look at. She's a gorgeous woman, you know, good uh, acting chops. Just, you know, whatever happened, happened. It sucks. Um, I wish that they wouldn't have to do it, but they do. Unfortunately. Sure. Give it to us. Um, It's kind of cool. I like the rebels cast. So why not? Okay. So you're 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 more looking forward to it than against it, I guess. Or yeah, I I just always try to be optimistic towards everything, man. Because like, at least we're getting something. Sure. You know, like that's how I always try to look at it. At least we're getting something. Something's better than nothing. Maybe it isn't ideally what I want. Um, mm-hmm. but maybe it's like somebody else's jam. Like they're like, oh hell yeah, I can't wait. And it's like, you know, so it's cool for them. I'm just happy for them those people that are like ecstatic about it. That's why I'm just like, okay, whatever, you know, it's something there. I'll take a look at it. I'll watch it. And if it's not me is if it's not for me, it's not for me. Exactly. Perfect point. Good job. Um, yeah, I try for you. It's not for you. And you know, you just move on. You don't have to blast people that do like it or don't like it. Exactly. Positivity. um, Exactly. World needs more of that. So, I mean, this book has already been, you know, on everybody's short list of stuff to pick up. But again, goes without saying, Kanan, The Last Padawan, number six. Um, And of course, if you don't know uh, already, this book has a lot of first appearances. It has Sabine's first appearance, Ezra's, uh, Hera, um, I think maybe even Zeb's first appearances in this too. Like a lot of the rebel characters is in the first appearance. This book has been gaining steam the last, I want to say, six months to a year, just with all this talks and speculations of first Ahsoka, you know, coming into into the Mandalorian and blah, blah, blah. So this is definitely a book that you should keep an eye out and uh, it's definitely going to be going up in price as these characters start making their transition from uh, the comic book to either the small screen or big screen. Do you have any books to add, Gil? I don't. I came empty. I, I'm you not came bearing empty gifts. handed. All yeah, right. I'm not bearing gifts today. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no bearing gifts. That's cool, man. Don't worry about it. So those are all the books that we have, um, you know, on our list this week for books to keep an eye out. Spec deck, uh, you know, 
good investment blue ocean books so how about we move on to some books that are coming out next week that might be worth uh looking into let's go all right so dc is starting a new joker book that comes out next week of course there's going to be a shit ton of variants and a shit ton of uh different artists doing it um you know, there's a Campbell cover that has a whole Batman ninja feel to it where they're all in like uh, samurai outfits. And I think Punchline's wearing like the sexy little silk robe. Uh, there's a Frank Wheatley cover that looks really nice, even though I've never really cared for his art. And of course, you know, Francisco Matina does uh, variants for everything that DC asks him to. So those are some to keep an eye out next week. For all you Blade Runner fans, Blade Runner Origins number one comes out. Uh, There's an Art Germ cover, too, for all you Art Germ fans out there. The third printing of Spider-Man 55 comes out next week. Uh, If you guys remember, 55 was a cover that sold out by Gleason, where it was uh, the spider webs doing the silhouette of Spider-Man's head on the cover. So this is the third appearance, uh, and all the spider webs are in blue this time to match his costume. Uh, Dude, each, each one of those look amazing. I'm just saying the white one, the red one, blue one, uh, the Man-Thing one, all the different ones that he's doing, Venom, Carnage, they all look great. So I was doing uh, my orders last week, um, and these are for the books that I believe come out in April. There is a Captain America variant that he's doing, and I'm wondering if it's going to be in the same art style or not. There was no posted art to it, so I I have to wait till they release whatever the art is for that. That could be interesting. I wonder how they would do it, since it's not going to be like, you know, webs or anything like that. I wonder what they're going to use. Yeah, yeah. You know, with Man-Thing, they did vines. And stuff like that. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. If it is in this art style, what they're going to do with it. Another book to to keep an eye out next week is Protector Valley Road, number one. This is by Boom Studios. Uh, This book is co-written by Grant Morrison. And, you know, a lot of people are uh, fans of his writing. You know, I know I loved his a lot of his writing that he did for Marvel in D.C. back in the day. So this might be something cool to keep an eye out and, and uh, pick up just to have some alternate uh, reading material that doesn't involve, you know, cape and masks. Okay. Uh, also, next week is the debut of that new costume that Spider-Man is wearing that it seems like everybody hates. I'm pretty sure we already talked about this, but quickly, Gil, what did you think about that new costume? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Did you? Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. Well, my my thing is, like, hey, it looked all right. I get it. Um, you know, people immediately go, like, well, that's not my Spider-Man. I'm like, well, these suits never really last very long. Usually it's for a story arc, and there's a, a reason why he needs it, you know, to fight somebody or something. And, you know, by the end of the storyline, it'll be gone, and he'll be back in his regular tights 
Oh yeah, like I, I liked it because it actually reminded me a lot of the Omega Ranger. Remember that Amazon exclusive oh. <laughs> Power Ranger? <laughs> like it hella reminds of me of that. Um, I'm looking at it at the, at the standpoint of like, okay, now we get another Spider-Man Legends because you know eventually we'll get it. Um, of course, you know at some point if it's not this year, you know a couple years from now. So I just look at it like at that standpoint, just like I'm I'm into all the different costumes given to me. I'll collect all of them, Legends versions, and and all that stuff. So I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next up, we have Superman Red and Blue number one. Um, the reason I'm mentioning this book is because I'm kind of a sucker for this kind of uh, gimmick. So this whole book, or it's going to be a six issue uh, series, but this whole series is only going to be using two colors, red and blue. Okay. So those are going to be that's the interesting. only two. Yeah, that's going to be the only two colors present throughout the whole uh, storyline. So this is going to be pretty cool just to see a whole book done in just those shades. They're kind of copying off uh, Headless a little bit, it seems like. Um, so, yeah, it, this kind of seems fitting for DC because, you know, with Batman, they have the black and white book. Um and they've always had the black and white statues. You know, when they came out with Superman, it was always the red and blue metallic Superman statues. So it's interesting that now they're transitioning that into comics, too, where it's just red and blue. Yeah, that's an interesting take. So, yeah, uh, I'll definitely be checking this out. Uh, Like I said, just for the artistic uh, style, this is worth a, a pickup for me. Um, also that week, Wonder Woman 770 uh, has a first appearance, uh, Radishock. Um, this character is referenced, I think, in a prior issue or an upcoming issue, but this is uh, going to be that character's first appearance, so it might be something to pick up. Who knows? Star Wars number 12 comes out next week, and this one has... Um, the origin of Kes Dameron and Shara Bay, who, if you didn't know, is Poe Dameron's parents. Uh, they were introduced, uh, what was it, two years ago, I believe, in the Shattered Empire storyline. Uh, Gil, do oh, you okay. remember that uh, by, by chance no, or no? I know you're not, not at all. I'm sure Jade. That. Yeah, I know that Jade would probably remember and know. Yeah, they, and this is like during, I think. I think it came out, well, maybe it was longer, because I think it was before Last Jedi came out. I think it was supposed to be a book that kind of not filled in the gap movie-wise, because obviously it's different times, but it was uh, an an event, I think, before Last Jedi. And uh, Luke is looking for this plant that I forgot, I think helps with, like, Force-sensitive people, something to do with the Force, and he's looking for this plant and Poe's parents help him. Uh, and I think they had it growing in their garden or something like that. I don't remember. But it led a lot of people to think that Poe Dameron might eventually be force sensitive. I do remember that part. Um, so no, issue 12, we finally get their origins. For all you Star Wars fans that don't hate the sequels. Woohoo! I don't hate them. <laughs> Daredevil number 28 comes out next week, um, continuing the storyline where Elektra is wearing the Daredevil costume. Um, 
I have to say that this has definitely piqued a lot of people's interest and people have been picking it up uh, ever since the news got out that she took over. How do you feel about uh, Electra and the Daredevil? I think you really liked it, didn't you? I thought the, the design was amazing. I thought that it looked really cool. Um, I could totally see Mezco doing something like this. I think that would be pretty, pretty With sick. Soft pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That would be amazing. Um, it's an interesting design. Cool concept. Um, is it like my favorite thing in the world? No, but I think it's, you know, something cool, something different, something fresh. Yeah, definitely. And I, you would have thought that Electra would have at some point been Daredevil already all the years that they've been, you know, on and off. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a no-brainer. Right. Another book that I feel is it has an interesting take is Carmen. It's an image book that comes out next week. So basically the premise is uh, this girl commits suicide and she is taken on a journey by an angel and hijinks occur. So I don't know, that, that book kind of... The, the premise of that book kind of caught my eye and I'm like, oh, okay. I'll have to check it out, see what it, uh, what it's all about. Um, and then we have another book that's going to have at least multiple uh, first appearances. It's Children of the Atom number one. Have you heard anything about this book, uh, Gil? This is a new X-Men title, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it. And uh, isn't this also the name of the video game back in the day? Children of the Atom? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, so this book seems like it's the next generation of mutants uh, growing up. Um, kind of like a second class, if you want to call it. Third class. I don't know how many classes we've had since uh, the X-Men debuted. But it seems also like a lot of the characters have powers similar to already existing characters like there's a kid that looks exactly like cyclops um this black girl that looks like she has the same powers and even kind of dressed like gambit another character that um looks like he's teleporting like nightcrawler um another character that looks like archangel so you know with all those things so just of the how new generation yeah, but I'm also thinking, you know, is this like, because you, have you been keeping up with X-Men and how, like, when someone dies, they just kind of fucking regrow them in all these eggs and shit? Yes. Mm-hmm. From Krakow, like, right? From uh, Gold Balls? Gold Balls. Yes, yeah, from Gold Balls. Most awesome character ever. <laughs> like, I'm thinking, so are these, like, the, the QC problems and you don't have the heart to kill them? Oh, like, oh shit. shit, Gambit died, but he came back as a black woman. Uh, yes. <laughs> the ways. Oh, God. <laughs> um, and lastly, uh, the last two things uh, <laughs> on our list of stuff to keep an eye out for next week. Um, Nonstop Spider-Man comes out next week, which has an amazing cover by David Finch. And God of War Fallen God number one. Um, I believe, I don't remember if it was this year or in an episode from last year, we were talking about how God of War was getting a, was it Netflix? A series, right? Wasn't it a, on a streaming service, Gil? Netflix series, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
and how his first appearance was uh, jumping up because of this. Um, yes. Well, here's a chance to get into a new series, maybe learn a little bit more about the character if you haven't played the games. Uh, maybe the show takes some hints from this storyline. Who knows? Um, but God of War, Fallen God number one by Dark Horse comes out next week and might be something to look into, too. Did you add that to my pull list? All righty. Just, I love, I've always loved God of War, like anything ever from the, ever since the beginning. And like, I remember showing just like the cutscenes to uh, my parents, like before, like they even like really like played like that or my dad. So my dad played with this eventually, but um, they were like, yo, this would be an awesome movie. Very cinematic. Just like the whole entire story, all that shit. I've always said like it should be a series or a fucking movie something. I've never played it, but I've seen clips and I've seen uh, you know parts of the game and stuff like that. And yeah, I agree with you. It definitely seems like it's something that should be a movie series, at least like a trilogy or something. Oh uh, my god! I would like lose my shit. Own style show uh, would definitely <laughs> work for uh, this type of character. I would I would love if they did something like uh, Game of Thrones for multiple seasons and and like that type of budget. Oh my God, let's fucking do it! Yeah, definitely. It always seemed like it it was kind of made for that uh, to be bigger than just a video game. Anything else to add, you? No, sir. Do you want me no? to do the recap? All righty, yeah. Alrighty, let's go ahead and do the recap. So, to start off with some DC comics, uh, let's start off with Earth 2. We have number 19 and number 25. We have um, Superman Action Comics issue number 9 uh, for the new 52. I don't remember if I said that part or not. Uh, Final Crisis number 7. And that's all to do with, uh, was it Calvin? Calvin L. What was his name? Uh, you were breaking up. The, what's uh, what's the character's name? I forget the character's name. Calvin. Calvin Ellis. Calvin Ellis. Okay, there we go. I don't think I was breaking up. I might have been just like uh, uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure what's oh, his no, name. <laughs> I was trying to remember. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, get those. GI Joe issue number thirty-two. We got Star Wars Kanan issue number six. Master of Kung Fu issue, what was that? Shit, I don't even remember. Was that 20? No, 115. Sorry. 115, <laughs> Master of Kung Fu. Um, Spider-Man India, issue number one. And to close it out with Image Comics, The Walking Dead, 177. That should be everything, right? That is everything that we talked about, yes. All righty, so get digging in those long boxes, everybody. Yeah, you know the three R's, re, uh, rebag, report, and reprice. Uh, Gil, where can we find you at? At Black Hole Comics, all social media, YouTube, all that good stuff. What about you? Uh, in Union City, California, at Comic and Figure Addicts, online, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, under CF Addicts. And our website, where we're adding new pre-orders weekly. This week, we're probably going to be ordering... Uh, putting up uh, the new Voltron that we got uh, offered uh, today and some other goodies here and there. 
So that's cfaddicts.co for uh, all your new pre-order goodies. All right, Gil, thank you again for having us. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Later.